evening, Rebbe Rabbi Isai, and we are going to continue here along Beis Hashem in Shar Cheshben Anefesh, starting a new Cheshben this evening. We're nearing the end. We're Cheshben 27, so that means we have four left, 27 through 30. And this is a little bit of a heavier Cheshben. The Cheshben 26 was certainly... Very serious, very somber, always recognizing Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence at every moment, at every second. We said that's one of the Yesodas of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, as we spoke out for the Orchus Chaim Laharosh. And now we move on to Cheshman 27. And Cheshman 27, it's not for the faint of heart, but once again, it's Chavisavavis's view of how to address things that happen to us and what Cheshman to make at that moment. And sometimes we're just lost. What do we do now? What should we be thinking? And we've seen time and time again that Chavis gives gives us the answer for it. Tells us how we should think, what our mindset should be, how to put it into perspective. So Vahashiva Vahashim number 27. This is a Cheshben, an accounting a person will make with himself. Kishatavai alav ro'ah. When something bad befalls him. Ah, it happens. It happens to everybody. It happens to everybody in life. That is for sure. And in this world, it certainly happens. If I haven't mentioned in the past, I've said it many times, something that the Mashkiach drilled into us, and that is, something that Rabbeinu Tam writes in his Sefer HaYosher. Rabbeinu Tam, the grandson of Rashi, one of the great Rishonim, writes in Sefer HaYosher, Ha'olam Nevei Hatlois. This world is a house of hardships. He's not trying to get us depressed, but he's trying to get us to be realistic. This world wasn't meant to be a blissful existence. To be here for 70, 80, 120 years, coasting along, everything is beautiful, everything that happens is wonderful. That doesn't mean a person can't make it like that. Sarah Imenu lived 127 years, and Rashi tells us, Shnei Chayei Sarah, Kulon Shoven Leteva. And many commentators explain a lot of the first means, Kulon Shoven Leteva, all were good. In her eyes, they were all good. Not that Hashem felt that she was at Tzadikas for all the years. That already says beforehand. But Kulun Shavan Latayva means in her eyes, she lived a beautiful existence. But she knew she was going through hardships. She knew she was barren for 90 years. She knew she had hardships with her her uh, Yishmael, who was who was a bad influence on Yitzchak. She knew she was taken to the, to the palace of Paroi, to the palace of Avimelech. She lived a very tough life. As we're going to see here in the Chavos of Abbas, he talks about the Essenes Yonis of Avram Avinu, the ten tests of Avram Avinu. And if you think about it, it wasn't only Avram Avinu who had those tests. Most of them were shared either equally or even in a greater way by Sarimenu, his spouse. And yet, Sarimenu were told she looked at life as a wonderful life. That's in her attitude. And one of the reasons is because she understood what Chavis Avavis is about to tell us. But that's the fact of life. This world is an abode of hardships. 
the next world. Ah, that's Yom Shekulay Toiv. Yom Shekulay That's the, going to be only good in the next world. The next world is only good. And as we'll see, sometimes Hashem says, hmm, let's see, for this person, I can give him a little good in this world, or you have a little bumps in the road, but the next world, he'll be going higher and higher and higher. There's good, but if you can only have good and you can have great, we would choose great. Yeah? Certainly. I mean, you can go to a destination. You can fly economy, a premium economy, business of first class. So, yes, I mean, it's a, nah, I mean, as long as I get there, it doesn't really matter. Really? We, we have an offer. We can bump you up to a business class. Oh, well, now you're talking, right? So, in, in Elamabah, it's all good. Sure, it's all good. You're going to be flying, soaring over there. But you can get higher. Hashem says, I want to bump this guy up to business class. So we have to go through some hardships and suffering in this world. How do we deal with suffering in this world? The Hashem of Asrim, once again, the 27th Cheshbon is Cheshbon Adam and Nafshek. A person should make a Cheshbon with himself. Kishetovay. When should he make this Cheshbon? At that moment. Kishetovay Allah Ra. When bad, when something hardships, when some difficulty befalls him, either begufay, physically, he's stuck in bed, he's sick, he's ill, he's in pain. Physical ailments. He suffers a financial loss. Have, he's having a hard time making uh, making business, making parnasa. Whatever matter it may be. Whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whether it's dealing with family members, whether it's dealing with the shul president, the shul rav, <laughs> whoever it may be, that a person is suffering because of that. What should a person's attitude do? Be says the Chavos What he should really do is, ideally, he should accept everything that Hashem is sending him, and that's the first prerequisite. If he thinks it's not Hashem, if he thinks it's that guy, if he thinks that the other guy, since it's it's uh, the reason why he's not making parnasa because of one of the people in his office, yeah then he's never going to, this This doesn't talk to him. We're talking to a person who knows it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even when a person knows it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there could be two attitudes. And we'll see, this is by many people, you'll see one of, of these two attitudes. Mm-hmm. See, here we're talking about a person who's a believer. He believes everything happens from Hashem. This is Uman Hashemayim. But yet, there's two ways of bearing this, of carrying this yoke of suffering. And he says, that we should be everything from Hashem with gladness, with joy. And we should bear it, we should tolerate it, we should carry it. These are the two ways. You know, there's a person is carrying something. He's carrying a heavy load. Now, could be that uh, someone is forcing him to schlep heavy packages. He has no interest in doing it. He's schlepping heavy packages. And he has no choice. He knows he has to do it because this guy is forcing him to do it. And he can't get out of it. But he doesn't like it. He's not happy with it. But he bears it because he has no choice. 
Then there's another person who is also schlepping heavy packages. But you know what? He does this for a living. And he chose this profession because he's a muscular guy. And he likes schlepping things. And he works hard. He works hard. It's long hours. But he enjoys what he does. He likes his, his, he, he likes his job. He likes his environment. And, but it's work. Or a person who's flying here to this place, flying to the other place. It's, it's, it's work. You know, sometimes he has to sleep less, he has to eat less, because he's on the road, he doesn't always have kosher food where he's going. But it's bringing in a lot of parnosa. That person is also yizbal sevel. He's also tolerating, he's also bearing, he's also carrying it. Oh, but he's carrying it in a much different way. He's carrying it with a sense of gratification. He's carrying it with a sense of, ah, I feel productive, I feel successful. It's tough work, it's hard, but he feels good about it. So here also, that's just the marshal, but here in terms of what Kavazavav is saying is, a person is made to suffer. Either he's ill, or there's a loss in the family, or there's a financial hardship. He can either say, listen, you know, I know God runs the world, there's nothing I can do about it, but I'll tell you, a, a true Maise Shahaya, and I don't judge the person because until you're in that person's shoes in his position, very hard to judge the person. But there was a fellow, a distinguished person, and he lost his wife at a relatively young age. And uh, not a person who could get remarried very easily for a particular reason, but to find a an established person, a wealthy person, distinguished in the community. And I once asked his son-in-law, I said, you know, how does he get along? He says, he says, it stinks, but what could he do? I was taken aback. I was taken aback by that. And again, I don't judge him. But, and I'm sure it's very, very difficult to lose a spouse at the, when he was... Uh, in his 60s, in his low 60s, and that's what his wife was, so, and he having a, a very difficult time to remarry and start over. Very difficult challenge. The big test. No one should ever have that test. But we see that that's how some people's attitude is. Yeah, life stinks. I got to bear it. What can I do? He's a believer. He believes in the Ebishter. He dives three times a day, the day to the Ebishter. He believes in it. But I got a beard, what could I do? That, Chavis is saying, it could be one of two attitudes. A person could hurt himself, a person could be going through a very tough period of his life. Whether it's a financial hardship, or a Shalom bias heart, difficulty, whatever tension he's going through. And they know it's from the Ebishter, right? They're not going to the, to the local church and say, oh, maybe one of the priests could help me out. We're not talking, we're talking about someone... And the davening Hashem please it. But at the same time, they're saying, Hashem, why? Why me? Why do you have to give me these problems? That's what he's talking about over here. And sometimes even very good people and very staunch believers sometimes fall into that trap, either through despondency, through the Yetzirah, through not thinking it clearly enough. And they say, oh, why? Why me, Abishtim? Why does it have to be this way? And that's what is the person who's Seva. He's he's tolerating it. Because he's tolerating, he has no choice. 
says the Chavis of Ovis, the real attitude should be, V'yizbol sevel roit sebedin olikim. Now, this is, this is a level. This is a level of Avram Avinu. Okay? But truth be told, Avram Avinu had ten different tests and probably the most challenging test that any human being will have. The famous words of the Nefesh Achayim in Ruach Chaim, Perikei and Perikei in his Spirit Perikei Ruach Chaim, that Asar Nesyeinis Nesnas Avram Avinu Vomad Bekulam. When he says the reason why the Mishnah says Avram Avinu is because everything that Avram Avinu was tested with and he was successful in accepting it in the right way, all of his descendants, that means all of Bnei Yisrael, are able to do it because of that courage that Avram Avinu had. Because it's now in the DNA of us, we're able to do it, he says, with a little effort, need effort, but a little effort, we can get up to that level also, and it becomes almost like second nature, says Reb Chaim Volozhin, like Teva Shani. But that is, that is the right attitude. And the truth is, we'll see, it, it's, it makes the difference between light and day. It's the difference between day and night if one accepts it in the right way or the wrong way. The truth is, one of the Mepharshim here, the Marpi Lenevish says, this is really a Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us at the end of Masech, this Brachis, that uh, we have to thank Hashem for the tough things, the sufferings, the hardships we have in life, just as we thank Hashem for the good things. Now, if a person has a, a grandchild born, yeah, a person was just promoted, a person just made a $5 million deal, so he's thanking Hashem Baruch Hu, yeah? He's, ah, thank you Hashem. So now he has a, he, 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 his accountant calls him up and says, I don't know what happened, but uh, there was just $100,000 just left your account. I'm not sure. I think somebody stole it. What's he supposed to say? Ah, thank you, Hashem. No. He doesn't, thank, he doesn't say thank you, Hashem. He says, Hashem, I accept this Yisurin. I accept this bad news. Rashi says he accepted the same way Besimcha. He says, I accept this is bad news. This is a terrible thing that I just heard. But I accept it with joy. It's bad. I would never have opted for it. It's, it's going to be hard on me. But I accept this raw. I accept this difficulty, this hardship. That's the way the Rashi explains the Gemara. So this is, the, this is what we're talking about over here. This is what we're going to explain in this particular Cheshben. The Cheshben HaNefesh here, that when difficulty befalls a person, whether it's physical, financial, or any other matter. He has two ways of accepting it. And he knows he has to accept it. It's almost common sense would dictate. Listen, you could either just say, all right, listen, I'm not happy with it. It's terrible. I'm, sometimes it gets to the point, I'm upset with Hashem, but I bear it. What can I do? That's the wrong attitude. And the right attitude is to be macabulate. And it's, the truth is, it's going to be there anyway. It's all the matter of attitude. You know, sometimes you, you know, you, you're raising children and something doesn't go their way. You know? So, and they're not happy about it. They're, they're not mature enough to sort of compartmentalize it and see how should they see it, how should they view it. And even if you've 
indoctrinated them and educated them. Everything happens from Hashem. They say, yeah, I know Hashem is doing this, but I'm not happy about it. It's a whole attitude shift. I'm saying, listen, if this is what Hashem wanted to happen, then this is the best what's supposed to be right now. And accept it b'simcha. You could daven that it go away, you could daven that it change, or you could daven that you should be able to accept it b'simcha. All of that is all okay. That's fine. That's fair play. But in the attitude of how a person accepts it, that's the whole difference. As he's going to demonstrate both from Avram Avinu and the Yaitzim Mitzrayim. As we'll see in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow evening. Agutanacht.